It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I kind of don't think the number 10 pick is a great pick to have this Not year. great. Like, look, you always want to pick higher. All those things are true. It was still a great trade by, by Howie. And we'll see what it turns into. But when I look at the 10th pick, like, I, we'll have the Jalen Carter discussion in a minute. But I think the, the assumption is, well, maybe he'll fall. But maybe he won't. And I, the Bijan thing is a different conversation. I do like the Ohio State receiver um Jackson Smith but man I just don't think like when they had 10 last when they had 10 before there was a lot of options you thought would be there like I think Patrick Sertain was one of them JC Horn Devontae Smith like there were guys there where you're like okay we like we can look at this and confidently say they'll come away with a stud player that has a really good chance of being an impact player year one and I think Bijan checks that box and there are some of those guys but it doesn't feel like the 10th pick is as de- This draft doesn't feel like it's 10 players deep on studs. I think that Bijan is the one where you you feel confident he'll be there, but he's a running back. So I think they're in a bit of a tough spot where at 10, if you're sitting there and Jalen Carter's at the board on the board at like seven, I would seriously explore trading up for him because I one thing I've really started to appreciate since reading up on all these players more is, man, he is really, really good. Like, he is, like, every single thing you read, uh, any any draft, like, I have two draft things I really trust, right? And over the years, they're the reason I've always been good at scouting wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But both that I read were, like, there is no flaw. Like, it, it wasn't good, even, no flaw. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> even, like, you know, As well, player, right? he could get better at this, and, like, this is a weakness. Like, with Jordan Davis, it was, you know, can't rush the passer, and there's, like, stamina issues. But still a great prospect in a lot of ways. With with Carter, there is literally, they wrote, both of them, we'd be nitpicking if we said a weakness. Wow. So when I look at the Eagles and where they're at and the 10th pick and the options there, I think they should – like their best path on draft night is to do whatever they can get to get Jalen Carter. If it's real and he's actually going to fall and he does get to like six or seven and that team is willing to trade you the pick, I'd give up a second round pick. I think. Wow. Like I would just because now look, I think there's would still you give up 30 not to move up threes. Well, okay. I mean, cause that, I mean, three spots that high in the first round is a, Probably not necessarily first round big, but it could yeah, be. Yeah, no, that's why I said second. Could yeah. be. And they have a late second. Um, I don't know about that. I would have to think about it. Because mm-hmm. I because I do like ja- I do like the receiver Jackson Smith. 
out of uh, out of Ohio State. But I also, you know, there's other receivers I like that I think you can get at 32, uh, at 30 as well. So I'm not as in on taking him at 10. But I think if you don't take Jalen Carter, and I, I like Nolan Smith a little bit, but I think of the four players there that I, I like at 10, like Smith, uh, Jackson, like Bijan, and uh, Jalen Carter, I think Jalen Carter is... Far yeah. and away. I don't think there's any the question best. about that. But also, know? but also, he fits a major need. Yeah. Like he fits the biggest need they have, which is interior pass rusher. That's the biggest need they have. Fletcher was good at it last year, but with all older players, who knows what he'll give you next year. I like the signing. Don't think they overpaid, but I don't think you can count on him to be your best interior rusher. Uh Jordan Davis, not a pass rusher. Who knows? Maybe he'll develop, but just not a pass rusher. Milton Williams, I think, has upside to do that, but has never played a serious amount of snaps. Jalen Carter comes in into the NFL, and I think we'll be able to rush the passer right away. He is powerful. So, like, one thing you read a lot when you read about these draft prospects, like things I look for at at, at pass rushers, if like Luke Van Ness, right, the guy out of Iowa, Iowa yep. who I could not be less into. Yeah, that that that's the guy. By um, right. and I've not done a ton and, of research. I'm just like I'm out on that. And guy. here's why I don't like him. Right? Because they say, and again, look, I'm not breaking down tape. I'm going off draft prospects and draft people, draft scouting reports and draft people that I trust, right? He gets his sacks by pushing people over. I hate that. Like, that is my number one red flag. Now, Jalen Carter, because of the position in which he plays, there is a lot of the fact that he's very powerful, right? But also, what you read about him and like the limited, you know, YouTube I did watch of him like he can also he's quick like he can push people and he's gone right but he's also really good with his hands where you he moves people out of the way so when I look at Jalen Carter I think there's a chance he can come in next year week one snap one and be their best interior rusher and man that would be such a big deal for this team and I also think you know as we talked about last offseason like friendship wins and Jordan Davis and him have played together I think he helps Jordan Davis like I think Jalen Carter is far and away the best player you could get in the first round. And it's almost gotten to me with the point where it's like almost Jalen Carter a bust. Like there could be guys that could take a 10 that will sit here and be like, I think he can contribute. I like it. Nolan Smith. Like, but all those guys have question marks. Like as much as I like Jackson Smith, the receiver at Ohio State, he played three games last year with a hamstring injury. That's concerning. Like a hamstring. And I know he's young, but that's soft that, tissue speed. Yeah, guy, exactly, stuff, right? Yeah. And he was a stud the year before, but three games last year with a hamstring injury, right? So that that's a concern. Nolan Smith, I really like him. I think that he checks a lot of like advanced stats boxes and all those things. Great athlete, extremely undersized. Yeah, like really, really undersized. undersized. So, my, and you know, people compare him to Hassan Reddick, and I think it's a fair comparison. It took Hassan Reddick like three or four years in a different team before he became an mm-hmm. impact edge rusher. So when I look at the options at ten, I'm worried. I'm worried that there are not there are not the players there that can come in and be like the guys right away. I mean, when they got Devontae at ten, he stepped in right away and was the top receiver on the team. And I do like that about Jackson Smith, where I think he has Devontae qualities in that. He's an excellent route runner. I think he's like a pro that's played in college, but the injuries are a concern. So I don't know. That's just kind of my my overall stance of where I'm at with 10, where if it's not Jalen Carter and you're not, and let's just say they're not going to take Bijan because he's a running back, I don't know if there's a player there that's a great pick. 
Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, so look, there will be players who go in that range or after whatever end up being great players. For we sure. know the draft yeah. works and all that. So there there are those options there. Uh, look, I I can't believe we're even talking about Jalen Carter. Like, I think ever and I there's a lot to this, obviously, but I mean I think a lot of people thought he was just gonna be the first pick in the draft. Right. Or or the second pick of a quarterback that was yeah, whatever. the first like, non quarterback. He was taken. So the whole process prior to the the legal issues, which I'll get into in a sec. But prior to that, like, it was just like, all right, this is the guy. Like, this is the best guy. Like, he's the dude. He's the dude in this draft. So the fact that potentially a 10 or moving up from 10, they could get that guy. I mean, home run. I mean, it's as home run as home runs get, especially to your point when you're talking about their biggest need right now. Like, you don't draft that high for need, like we always say. But when you're talking about something that is your biggest need and also a position you believe in, like, in your, foundational in your perfect piece. world yeah. with that pick, you're taking a defensive or offensive lineman holistically, like, based on what you do. So, like, it makes all the sense in the world. Now, now, obviously, the off-the-field stuff is is the big question that we can't answer, that we don't know, and we mm. know. And you've said this before. You just said it on the radio, and I totally agree with you. The Eagles have done a really good job of of evaluating people, you know, the yeah. people. and I uh, think especially the recently. They've done a great job yeah. with this stuff, and I do think they care about it. You know, I think the way they build their team – they take all this stuff into account. We know culture matters. Like, well, all especially that at 10, because this is somebody that is, in theory, should be one of the top whatever players, like a impact, like face of the franchise guy. Like Devontae is someone you feel comfortable being that guy. He works hard. He's a great guy. All those things. That is something they have to decide. Well, I mean, think about it this way. If it is Jalen Carter, specifically him, and they, I mean, he has a chance to be the face of your defense in a few yeah. years. Like, he has a chance to be, he's your best young, I mean, Hassan Reddick, obviously, but Reddick has already been a free agent. He's got yes. pains. Yeah. Like, he's your best young he's your next defensive Fletcher pros- prospect. Yeah. Exactly. Like, he's a big part of now and the future. So I'm, I'm all in on it. Obviously, I, I trust them to make the judgment. They have to make that judgment. And I do think that if he's sitting there at 10, there's there's reasons for that. Yeah, well, based that's on the, what we just talked about. Part. And that's the rub, right? That's what makes this so difficult, especially for us, not having access to him, not having access to Dom and all the information right. he could dig up and all that type of stuff. But I, uh, to your point, I trust the Eagles. If they say, all right, I believe in the person. I believe that this is some dumb young mistakes. This not. I believe in him. I'm good. I'm in. And I'm in football. I mean, football-wise, everyone should be in automatically. Like, yeah. there's no question. Like, that he's what they need. It, he is what they again, need. Again, he's probably the best football player in the freaking draft, man. Yeah. Like, he's that great. So, I'm I'm right there with you, with you on it. I just, I continue to, as this whole plays out, and first it was like, oh, he could drop, you know, out of the first round. Oh, it was crazy. All of a sudden, now, oh, yeah. I, I, as he gets back, and as Drew Rosen out, there's just meeting with top 10 teams and stuff like that. Like, I think he's going to go in the top five. I do. Oh, top five. I think he's going to go in the top five. I think he's going to be like maybe six, whatever. But I think it's I think it's two quarterbacks. Maybe it, Richardson sneaks up there and that changes things. Yeah, and then or someone well, trades Will up because they like. like I, and the, I don't I don't think any other quarterbacks are going for the Eagles. I think those three are going. If that, I think, think so. You think Richardson will be the third? I think Stroud and Young are locks to go for the I Eagles. Agree, and yeah. I think that Richardson, if I had to bet, just based on the way drafts go and stuff like yeah. that, with his tools, his talent. I think someone will either go up to get him or one of those teams that needs a quarterback will take him there. 
But other than that, it's like you said, Will Anderson, and then who's better than Jalen well, Carter? Other, that's a tough that's thing. That's it. That's it. That's it's the only guy yeah, that, who you could put in the same class as a player as Jalen Carter. That's a tough thing when you look at like the best players, and you know we're getting to the point where we should probably do this on a future pod, like predict one through nine or whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. But of course we will. If it's not, if it's the two quarterbacks, and then I don't think Will Anderson falls just because he's far and away, like he seems like far and away the best edge rusher in the class. Um, and when you take into off the field stuff, you could make an argument he's the best player in mm-hmm. the draft. Sure. But yeah, I mean, it's like the two quarterbacks, you hope a third goes. And then who? Well, I then mean, it's like, like those corners are in the there. The corners, but I, I don't. Scalario goes somewhere in that range. And there are these people, but that's the point you're making. And I think it's a great yeah. point in that. You know, the, the draft, the way this draft shakes out with the elite or whatever you want to say, the more elite talent in right. the draft, like other than Anderson and, and Carter, like none of it matches up with what they need right now. And again, that's not the, uh, and Bijan, you know, that's its right. own thing. Like, and that's not the way to draft, but at the same time, it's it's not ideal when you're trying to bring this team to the Super Bowl and yeah. you have dudes who could make a massive difference. So, and we're just thinking out loud here. Like, I don't know, man, maybe you do trade 30 and go up to five. Dude, or- the, uh, like, look. If, if you think Jalen Carter passes your, you know, dog mentality test or whatever, I think there's a strong argument for packaging 30. I mean, this could be a team, this could be a player that is the fat, like, not just the face of your defense, the heart of your defense. Yeah. Like, the heart of your pass rush, right? And one thing I think that gets maybe underrated a little bit is that one of the reasons the edge rushers were able to, were able to be so good last year is because the, the middle of the line was so yeah, good, right? Enough. And... I'm Mr. Offense. Like, I get all that. You know, draft an offensive guy at 10. I'm I'm in. But, man, Jalen Carter could come here and just be – could be the guy. He'd be transcendent. He could be the guy. And here's the thing, too, with this team. And, look, how he is great at wheeling and dealing, and he's great at looking ahead. That's why they have this 10th pick now and all that. So I'm not going to say they're not going to be drafting this high again or whatever. But – likely, with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, they're at least going to be a certain level of competitive for most of the next few years or whatever. So your chances to get a guy like Jalen Carter, who again, without the the off-the-field stuff, is is a a top three pick in most drafts. Mm -hmm. Like, like if you get a chance to get that type of guy, it's almost like you have to do what it takes to to make it happen well, if you, you believe in the off the field and all 